Welcome to the Goop Duck Podcast. This podcast is where you can get all of your theme park information. We record live from the Crooked Can Brewing Company in Winter Garden, Florida. We bring on guests who worked in the theme park industry and we bring guests on our show who work outside of the theme park industry. We're Goop Duck it is what it is. So everybody grab a beer, sit back and relax because you are now listening to the Goop Duck Podcast with your hosts Remy and Joey right here on Spotify. Enjoy. That's right guys, you are listening to the Goop Duck Podcast right here on Spotify. This one is for a Monday, Monday, June 8th in the year 2020. We are live at the beautiful Crooked Can Brewing Company in beautiful Winter Garden, Florida. Uh, we have your news and current events. Uh, we'll take care of that later on later on the program. Uh, we do have your, uh, we're going to do your birthday game. We have your uh, your National Food Day. We got your, Joey's going Joey's to take us to beer school. Amen to that. Uh, we also have your, uh, your Disney history, this your history lesson, your fun fact of the day, and your quote your coach of today. With that being said, my name is Remy and always with me is my partner in crime, the Joy Mazant. Hello fam, always a pleasure. Dude, uh, so I want to talk to you about something, man. And it's what do you got? So, okay, so last night, man, uh, I was watching way too many movies, like like old right. school, old school movies and old school shows. You know what show I was watching last night? What's up? I was watching Even Even Stevens for oh a little bit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, sir, I said it. I was watching Even Stevens. And then, I was, and then I was bouncing back and forth. I was watching that show, and then I watched uh, How, I Met, How I Met Your Mother. All right. So, and it came it came to me that we all, guys, if you, if you guys have not, not seen How I Met Your Mother, it's a good, it's a good, fantastic show. But uh, yeah, when I was first watching the show when when I was younger, I didn't realize Bob Saget was he wasn't the uh, the narrator. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. Uh, so how was, how was your weekend, dude? Very good, actually. Um, I'm pulling up um, the uh, history lesson for beer school today. Sorry. Nice. That's all, all good. Right, we're all set. Um, this weekend, really cool. I went to, um, as a lot of people know, I'm a realtor in the state of Florida. I, I sell houses in Florida. Yeah. And uh, I've been doing a lot of business out in Melbourne lately because a lot of, now that, um, oh, come on, Space Force and everything is very active. Now that now that we're, we're flying um, astronauts to the moon and whatnot right. again. Um, uh, NASA is rehiring as well as Space Force, you know, Elon Musk and all that. I heard that. So now that they're hiring, people are like, well, I'm, I got a job working at the Kennedy Space Center. I got a job working for NASA. I got a job. I need to buy a home. And they all, they've all been buying right there on the beach. That's so good. every weekend I've been going out to Melbourne to so, list houses and whatnot. So roughly, how much does a house really can go for on, on beach side or on, like a, like, or, or on a lake view? This is the irony. For everybody out there listening right now, as long as you're not driving, I want you to grab a piece of paper and picture this. On the left side of the paper, imagine that's an island. That's the ed- that's the beach, that's the sand, the okay. left side of the paper, which would be ocean. About two inches to the right of that, you're gonna draw an imaginary line, and that is what they call the inlet. That is usually the river that leads to the ocean. And on the other side of that river is more land. Hmm. If you have land on the river, it could be a five, six hundred thousand dollar home. Are you for real? That exact same home on the beach, a million, one point two, one point three, 
it's all about location real estate. So if you live on water, it's a bonus. If you live on the ocean, it's a payday. Really? Yeah, there are people that bought that land back in the 60s when it was dirt cheap because nobody wanted to live next to the ocean. There was right. nothing there and, and hurricanes. All of a sudden, business knew what it took. Everybody wants a vacation. Okay, so what's your opinion on a good area to live in Orlando? Like, what's a good, like, good suburban if area you, or... If, if you're a hip, young, 20-something, we'll say, let's say you're 21, 22, and you're a trust fund baby, and maybe your parents have money, yeah. you're going to want to live <laughs> in the milk district, or you're going to want to live somewhere hip and trendy and cool. Oh, yeah. Um, if you still want to live close to downtown, but not in the monstrosity and the chaos, everybody loves Winter Park. The problem is, living in Winter Park means that you're going to tell people you live in Winter Park. Everybody, whether they want to know or not. So You live in Winter Park yeah. regardless. Me, personally, I love Winter Garden. This is where I love, this is where I want to live. I love Winter Garden, it's adorable, it's safe, it's a bit pricey, but you get what you pay for. Exactly. Cute area, seconds from downtown. I mean, for me, I mean, for me, it's a, it's a 20, it's a 20 minute drive for me, but I, I, I'm, I'm cool with it. If I'm out, you know, if I'm out on Lyft, or if I'm out, you know, driving on Instacart, yeah. I can just say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna take a little, take a little short break, and I'm gonna go to Kruger Can, have yeah. a nice beer, and then relax for a little bit, have some, Amazing food, maybe go grab a few donuts. I don't know, but you what, know. what's blowing my mind is that it is pouring rain in I this hate entire the rain. building. I hate the rain. <laughs> we are literally the only ones in the brewery right now. It's, oh, yeah. It's like Willy Wonka, dude. I feel like a kid in a candy shop. See, and this is our, this is our never domain. in my life can I think I say I have a brewery to myself. Exactly. Would you ever, would you ever come up with your own brewery? You know, it's funny. I would have 15 years ago, maybe. I, I might have, but now they are everywhere. Yeah. It's so hard to come up. I think I don't think I'd come up with my own brewery, but I think I would buy into one. Right. Like if I came here to Crooked Can and they were like, hey, we're looking for a partner, you know, for $50,000, you can buy in and own 20% of the building or something like that. Right. You know, because we need capital to, to make a bigger something or other. I might be interested in that, but I don't think I'd ever actually open my own brewery. It seems way too difficult. I think my I think my dream brewery will be this. Uh, my dream brewery will be half of a brewery and half of a poker room. So people can, that's like, brilliant. People can play that's some brilliant. people people can play some cards. That's absolutely And brilliant. then have a couple have a couple of beers and then you know what? Boom! Be like, hey guys, so we have we have these guys doing all of the mixing for us. Uh, if you guys get a full house, you guys will get this type of beer. Yeah. If you guys get a flush, you guys will get this. Well, you time, could you could you know? easily name all the beers after popular poker hands. You could you could do a really really dark like 12% alcohol that like Guinness safe drink and call it like the donkey. <laughs> you know what I mean? That like, is my beer, sir. Yeah. That is my beer. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be awesome. Like, it's a brilliant idea. It's just now you have to get two licenses. You would need a liquor license and a gaming license. Right. And that's going to set you back probably six figures just for those two licenses. Yeah. So what, what type of beer would you call a Royal Flush? Uh, Royal Flush has got to be something bougie. It's got to be an IPA with real expensive malt. Like, it, yeah. it would have to be like, like, a, like, like malts. And it would be a like, like those bomb ass barley that only grow like one month out of the year. Um, I like that you'd have to do. Um, gosh, now now I got all these. Now I'm gonna I give know, my see, ideas away. Now we might actually this. I mean, I'm, we're, we're just rambling on this because you know what? This actually we love we love drinking beer. We love you know. Uh, you know, guys, we, we love coming to the Kruger Can. I mean, they are a, a proud sponsor to the Goof Dog Podcast. Uh, they, they have been uh, 
these guys have been wonderful to us. Every time we show up, they know our, they know our names. Carl always, the, yeah. the guy who runs the entire building always comes out, shakes our hands, asks us how we've been, asks us yeah. what we're drinking. It's, it's like the coolest version of Cheers in the world. It's yeah. like, imagine, imagine if Cheers and every time Norm came in, no! he, he, but then he could also get pizza and donuts and sushi and candles and tea and exactly, beer. Exactly, man. I mean, I love this place. I mean, guys, I mean, it's like what Joy said in the past. He does call it home sweet home. You I know? love it here. And this is, this is what it is. It's home sweet home to the Goof Duck podcast, you know? Uh, Joey, man, are you, are you right, man? I, I what do you got for ready. me? You ready for the birthday game? Let's do the birthday game. Happy birthday to Kanye West. Kanye West has got to be, shoot, I'm going to, I'm going to put up, see, he's not that, oh, 44 maybe? 42. He 42, 42 okay. years old. Happy, happy birthday to one of the Wayans brothers, Keenan Wayans. So you're going to, I, that always bums me out because I get them mixed up sometimes because I know that they're all comedians. Keenan, Wayan, Marlon. Marlon. <laughs> Which um, Marlon is actually a, a, a Good guy, man. I met him at the Emperor. That's awesome. So I love, guy, I love man. dude. Down Blank guy, man was so funny. I don't care what. All right, so Keenan Wayans, how old, man? Is he the youngest or the oldest? He's the oldest. Then he's got to be. See my mom's age. 60? 61. 61. Okay. 61. And finally, happy birthday to Kathy Baker. I know that name. Uh, did you see actress? Uh, actress. Yes. I know who she is. Yes. She. Oh shoot. She's. 64. You're close. What's Carl, what Carl Sabaro's favorite number? Uh, 69. 69. That is right. All right, Joey. It's time for you to take us to beer school, man. Beer so, school. what do we have for beer school today? All right, so what we're doing with beer school is this is something a little bit different. We're going to give you a very brief history lesson. One of my favorite beers, uh, not just here at the Crooked Can, but in general, is I love a sour beer. I you like always the, love sours, man. I like sour beer because I feel like I take my time when I drink them. I don't powerhouse through them. Um, so the one I get here is called Monkshade. Uh, it is seasonal. So if you want to come and get it, you got to come get it soon because it's delicious. I mean, don't get me wrong. Once it's gone, they'll bring another. Oh, yeah. They did a um, a plum sour beer for a while at Christmas, if you remember the sugar plum. Yes, one. and that was actually good. Uh, Monkshade's delicious. It's got uh, high citrus notes. Um, this is your history from the NewYorker.com. This is on a quiet June afternoon at Philadelphia's Monk Cafe, which is why I picked it. I thought that was funny. Uh, William Reed, a former Boston Beer Company brewer, popped the top on part of an experimental batch that he'd brew in 1996. So sour beers are relatively new. They're only about 24 years old. Really? Originally made at the request of Tom Peters, the Happy Pasha of Monks. It was a Flanders Red Ale called Brewhouse Tart. Fermented a mixture of conventional and wild yeast, which can wreak sensory havoc, which is why we get a sour beer. Now, was that, now, was that the very first sour beer? Uh, it was, actually. It was the first noted sour beer. You know, there's always, like, these little mom-and-pop breweries that might have been doing something similar, but this was the first recorded one. Whoa. Um, it says, that year, Reed, still green, meaning still relatively fresh, uh, he lucked out, presenting a taste to the late, influential British beer writer Michael Jackson, a frequent, no gay, a frequent guest lecturer at the University of Pennsylvania's Museum of Archaeology and Anthropology. Um, who, of course, loved it, immortalizing it as one of his 16 books. He thought it was brilliant. He was blown away. Peter said Reed set aside a single keg, which remains more or less forgotten, in a cellar for 17 years. 17 until, years? Until he opened it last month. The beer in, improbably was in terrific shape with a brick-like color and tannic, woody, cherry, and port-like flavors. Uh, but what was noticeable was its acidity. Brewhouse tart tasted like, get this, Liquid Sour Patch Kids. Ha, and that okay. is where we get the sour beer. 
Awesome. So Great there you job, go. Welcome man. to beer school, and I hope you all pass with flying colors. That's right, guys. And now it's time. We're gonna take you guys to uh, your National Food Day. National Food Day. What so do we got? So today on National Food Day, it's National Jelly Filled Donut Day. I wonder if they do jelly fields over here. It's um, I, I, ben, Benji's. Sir ben, Benji's. Sir Benji's. Sir yeah. Benji's. That's right. Hey guys, I made a mistake on the last. Uh, Last week's episode. Oh, we're doing a retraction. It's, it's what not, is it? It is not Sir Benjamin's. It is Sir Benji. Sir Benji's. Sir Benji's. Yes. So this, that was your that was your uh, your food day. Sir it's Benji's. National Jelly Filled Donut Day. All right, guys. Now it's time to go to our happiest place on earth. Not Universal, but we're gonna go to Disney. So oh, here we boy. go. Disney. When are they gonna get their ish together? Exactly, man. I mean, they lucked out. It's been pouring rain every yes. day since the park's open. Yeah, so, so they're not missing I mean, much. They're, I mean, they're, they're pushing back on some construction work already due to this freaking weather, so, you know. It's a shame, dude. This really put these screws to a lot of things. Yeah. Alright, guys, so in 1917, Walt Disney graduates from Benton High School. No kidding. 1917. 1917. Good old. Yep. years ago, Walt Disney graduated high school. That's amazing. In in 1956, The Great Locomotive Chase was released. This cartoon was based on a true story from the American Civil War. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Uh, in 1962, Douglas Aircraft begins sponsorship of Disneyland's Rocket to the Moon attraction. I remember that. Uh, we had that here. The sponsorship lasted until 1966. Then they probably moved it over here because yeah. it was called. I think it was, I don't know if it was called Rocket to the Moon when it was here. I think it was called Voyage to the Moon or Journey to the Moon. I think I think maybe they, I think they kept the name Rocket. They to did the keep moon. Rocket to the Moon. Okay. Because because then, then there was Voyage to Mars or something like right. that. Right. And then okay. Voyage to Mars got you know Alien Encounter gone. Yeah. And, that and then that became man, Stitch's Great Escape, and now Alien it's going to be a gift shop. I'm told. Alien Encounter. Holy. Crap, dude. Yeah. That, that, scary. that scared the crap out that, of me, that's man. That's why they got rid of it. They were, it was giving kids nightmares. I know, but but here's the sad thing. We had alien encounters at Tomorrowland. We had an alien encounter on the Great Movie Ride. Oh, that's right. You had the alien <laughs> movie. I forgot about that. That's right. The kids were still screaming their, their heads off I on remember, that attraction. I remember that. Uh, in, 19, in 1993, Disney's animated film Aladdin was awarded three times at the 19th Saturn Awards. No kidding. Yes, sir. I believe it. I mean, the movie's yes, phenomenal. Sir. It holds up as debatably the greatest Disney movie of all time. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited Roger Rabbit, but Aladdin oh, too. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, can you imagine a remake of Roger Rabbit with no. all of the new... Uh, no, <clears throat> no, no, don't think? no, no, don't, 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 don't touch it. Sacred ground? Do not touch it. I got it. I, I swear, if they... I, I, I'm doing it right now. I swear, if they F up Roger Rabbit, a live-action movie, Boy I'm going to get really pissed off. Because we can't, they cannot make a cartoon version of, you know, uh, oh, they wouldn't Lloyd, be able to. Well, they wouldn't, be able, no, they wouldn't be able to do it because of uh, Bugs Money. That's right. Yeah, Disney's not going to work with uh, with Warner Brothers again. They wouldn't dare get uh -uh. on the free hype. Nope. Absolutely not. Uh, in 1996, the, mo the MTV Movie Awards <laughs> were held at the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank, California. Yep. Uh, and Disney, and also on, in 1996, Disney Channel launches in Australia. Neat. Mm-hmm. And in 2011, this is your last one for Disney history, in 2011, Disney's Grand Floridian what? Resort has been awarded the Five Diamond Award. Now, that no, no, is, back that it up. What's that 2003 one? Oh, sorry, sorry. In 2003, Disney's MGM Studios Great Movie Ride reopens after a full year of refurbishment. What refurbishment did they do? They, dude, that, the lights, mm. the, the, wireless, the wireless track, the, the cards, really? the, uh, uh, the steering mechanism, the, the animatronics inside inside the, uh, the oh, scenes. Damn. See, I, even, I, I even, had even just the moved car, here. Even the car scene from uh, 
uh, what's that? What's that movie with? Uh, uh, dang it! What is, uh, James Cagney? That movie. Um, it's that scene. That New Yorker. Uh, crap. You know that's. Oh, Citizen Kane. No, it's a, it's a, it's right in the freaking <clears throat> movie right. Uh, oh, you mean when you turn the right? Yes. And he's okay. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Open up, say. And then they do the whole. Did you know that he smashed a grapefruit in the guy's face? <laughs> blah 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 blah. Line 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 line. Oh, yeah. So, so guys, that I um, I'm so sorry about 2003, but in 2011, Disney's Disney's Grand Floridian Resort has been awarded the Five Diamond Award. See, I don't know about and that. that. I mean, is, if it's true, it's true. It's but very true. I don't know. And this. This is the most prestige award that any hotel can get. Yeah, the Hard Rock has it. The Hard Rock has, the Hard Rock it. has it. Hard Rock has it. The Grand Prairie has it. The Contemporary. The Contemporary Resort even has it. That's weird. Uh-huh. I wonder, I mean, there. I'd like to see the stipulations on how one makes that happen. I mean, I'm intrigued I mean, by it. So what they do is they send out... Uh, in a way called a secret shopper. They go into... No, 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 I know about that, but I want to see like what it takes to get like... I imagine to have a five-diamond five resort. Star. You probably have to have a high-end restaurant. You probably have to have certain suites. Probably the minimum spend. Perfect, perfect. Uh, Sanitation. Well, I'm, I'm gonna look that up. That might be something we talk about next week because be I'm gonna great. look that up. Uh, and now, guys, time to do your history, history lesson. lesson. Here we go. In 1786, commercially made ice cream was first advertised. Oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, in 1789, James Madison introduces a proposed. Bill of Rights in the U.S. House of Representatives. No kidding, so that was when we got the Bill of Rights. Yes, sir, in 1789 on this day. In 1872, U.S. Congress endorses penny postcard. Oh, neat. Mm-hmm. In 1889, cable cars began service in Los Angeles. 1889, that's very, I'm trying to put the math together on that, because that was literally what the movie, um, who framed Roger Rabbit was about was yep. the cable cars and having cable them cars, repurposed. Yep. He wanted to buy them and what's the name of what's the name, the name of the cable car company on in Roger Rabbit? It was Red Cap? That's absolutely correct. Nice. Yeah, that's absolutely correct, yeah. sir. Uh, in 1921, <clears throat> Babe Ruth was arrested for speeding. He was fined for a hundred dollars, and he was held in jail until 4 p.m. I need a good laugh. What year was that? <laughs> 1921. Keep going. Keep going. I'm gonna look up what that would be in today's money. Go ahead. <clears throat> in, 19, in 1942. Bing Crosby records. What's the what's the most famous song that Bing that Bing Crosby sang during Christmas time? Yeah, it's him and David Bowie, correct? No, it's just Bing Crosby. It's, it's just Bing Crosby. Uh, Little Drummer Boy. Silent Night. So it was Silent the other half. Silent of it, Night. Call. Yes, sir. Uh, in 19 in 1949, Siam changed its name to Thailand. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Siam was actually the original name for Thailand, and they changed that name back in back in 1949. So, so what do you got for us? If man? Babe Ruth would have paid that fine by today's money, it would be one thousand four hundred thirty-two dollars and thirty-four cents. Uh, I was gonna guess too, man. I mean, dang, I was gonna say fifteen hundred, but wow, I was wrong. Just to yes, show you though, for yes. him, <laughs> just to show you what a oof, that's I rough. know. In 1966, <clears throat> NFL and AFL announced his plans to become. NFC and a AFC in 1970. Which is why we only have the 50th uh, Super Bowl. That's right. Okay. And, and finally, in 1984, Ghostbusters was released. Hey, neat. That's right. So, guys, that was your history lesson. And now it's time to do your fun fact of today. This one caught my eye. All right. The Walt Disney Studios in Burbank, California is the only major film animation studio not to run back lot tours. That makes sense. 
It makes a whole lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense because they so do it come, in there. So how come we have a, how come back at MGM Studios we had the backlot tour and not a backlot tour in the original uh, animation But, but studio. that's the whole point because over there they're doing a lot of the animation stuff. So I imagine there's a lot of, Disney, Disney has more secrets than the Pentagon and the Masonic Lodge. So I imagine they don't want people back there because that's probably where they keep their best secrets. So that makes sense why they wouldn't have a backlot tour. I uh, know. And guys, it's time to do your, your last uh, segment of the day. We're going to do your, your two quotes of today. Never go to the never go for the punchline. There might be something funnier on the way. Jerry Stiller, no Jerry kidding. Stiller, the late Jerry Stiller. Oh, and man. finally, Joy Pulley's for love guy. I hope you know this quote. We can't change the world unless we change ourselves. Who said that? Is that Walt? No. Can't change the world unless we change ourselves. I do not know. The Notorious, B-I-G. B-I-G, all right. That's right. Yeah. Guys, that, is, that was all your segments. Uh, guys, don't go anywhere. You are listening to the Goof Duck Podcast right here on Spotify. Okay. Welcome back, guys, to the Goof Duck Podcast right here on Spotify. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Cricket Can Brewing Company in beautiful Winter Garden, Florida. Now, dude, I, I pulled some some fun news for us today, you know, something right. just to keep it positive and what stuff. What do you got? I like so positivity. I'm a we, I, we, here at Goof Duck, we have your top 14 best theme, theme road coasters of the decade. Okay. And we have them right here. Okay. Black Diamonds and Nobles. Where's that? Nobles is actually in Germany. Oh, cool. <laughs> outside, outside of Germany, whether or not. Who, who were these voted by, by the way? These are voted by people all over the world. So, But, but where did you find these? Like, is this from a uh, magazine or is this from a website? It's from, a, it's from a magazine that one of my good buddies sent me over. All right. So I said, hey, let me take, I'm gonna take a look at it. And I'm gonna say, you know what? These actually might work. So, <laughs> so yeah. One thing you should do is whenever, and this is a note for future. Right. Because people are gonna wanna research this. Exactly. Make sure you get the bibliography for it. Make we'll sure you do. find out exactly what the magazine was so that people can, we'll can look do. it up and be like, oh, rad. So we got Black, we got Black Diamond. We have Revolton in Bush Gardens, Virginia. Okay. Space Fantasy in Universal, at Universal Japan. What's Space Fantasy? I don't know what that is. Space Fantasy is one, uh, is in Tokyo, Japan, right? All right. So this road coaster makes it, it spins you around. And oh, it's a, no, it's thank a spinning, you. It's a spinning coaster. Oh, and good. it's awesome. You have the uh, Baron in Effling in the Effling uh, theme park in the Netherlands. Okay. You have Dragon Gliders and Mo- Motion Gate theme park in Dubai. Slinky Ooh. Slinky Dog Slinky Dog Dash. No, Slinky Dog Dash Hollywood. makes one of the best themed coasters. <laughs> yeah. Disney bought that. And Hollywood Studios. Disney bought that. Arthur in Europa theme park and uh, in Germany. The Swarm in Throat Park, England. Big Grizzly Mountain in Hong Kong and Hong Kong Disneyland. That's kind of cool, Seven Dwarfs Mine uh, Train at Disney's Magic Kingdom. I, I question the validity. Tron Light Cycle. Tron Light Cycle is insane. Tron Light Cycle at Shanghai Disneyland. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is atrocious. Terran and Fa- Fantasia Island. Yes, Fantasia Island. That's, that's a name that's of a real place. place. Fantasia yes. Island. Look how it's spelled. It's funny. 
uh, Green Guys at Universal, Universal Studios. Oh, Green Guys is cool, but oh, and Hagrid's. And okay. finally, it's Hagrid's Motorbike yeah. Adventure. I take Hagrid's over for Adventure all day. All right, dude. So uh, I want to pull up these out real quick. So Disney asked guests with upcoming reservations to take action by June 12th. Now. When they say that, this is what they mean. Okay. Guess with reservations between June 22nd Hang on, let's back it up for people right. that don't know, because there are people right. that, that don't live in the theme parks. So what happened is you used to be able to book your fast passes 60 days in advance. You used to be able to book your dining reservations 180 days in advance. Because of this COVID monstrosity, Disney is backed up with reservations, room reservations, dining reservations, fast pass reservations. They're, they're in trouble. So they had to come up with something. So they scrubbed everything and you now can't book reservations for anything. That has now changed, and what Remy's about to read is the update. That's right, guys. So check this out. Uh, guests with reservations, guests with reservations between June 22nd through July 4th are simply just are simply to ask to confirm June 12th. So if you guys have any rooms updates, like you guys are staying at uh, Grand Floridian, the Contemporary Resort, Fort, Will Fort Wilderness, the Wilderness Lodge. They just want you guys. They want you guys to confirm that you are staying on property. Okay. Here's what the guests should be should looking into before confirming their reservations, and we have them right here. Guests ages two and older are required to wear a face mask. Wow, two and older. Yep. No joke. So if you're not a baby, you're wearing a face mask. Yep. Most theme park most theme parks will be reopening on July 11th. If you have a reservation already at a resort that isn't open. Uh, to the guests, yes, guests can modify plans, or they will need to get in contact with their travel guide. Uh, transportation: Disney asks their guests to think about using Disney's Magical Express from coming coming from the airport, or to use Uber or Lyft while they're okay. staying on premises. Uh, throughout the, you know, I, I really don't want, I, I don't really want to do the minivan because who wants to do a, do the minivan anyways? It, there, I, I was told there used to be a perk that if you used a minivan, they gave you an extra fast pass. Oh yeah, that, that no, 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 no. Uh, that's why I didn't do right. it. So guys, last week, last week, Universal Studios reopened yep. on Friday. Very successfully. They do, they're doing a great job. I'm happy. I'm so happy. When the park, when the park reopened, uh, the public line, the, the lines were actually not that long. Mm -hmm. On the positive side, the wait times were very short, shorter than 15 minutes. Nice. So due to so due to the protest curfew, the hours at Universal has changed. And here are the following hours. Universal Studios and Oz Adventure will be will be open from 9 to 7. Volcano Bay will be open from 10 to 5. And finally, City Walk will be open from 8 to 7. Okay. Once the, cur once the protest, protest curfew lifts up, which they have already lifted up uh, on yesterday, okay. uh, they, lift, they lift up the curfew from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock. Right. So now the hours are back back to, operate, to operation. Okay. I just found out that my buddy of mine, mm -hmm. Guys, uh, we, we have a buddy who, who works over at uh, Orlando Informer, so if you guys want to check out that website, right. go to orlandoinformer.com. Uh, so, Matt was in the park, and he sent me photos of characters wearing face masks. And I'm like, all right, See, what is that? It's breaking the fourth wall for me. I feel like if the characters have to wear face masks, they just shouldn't have characters. Because, like, Wolverine has super mutant healing powers. <laughs> I don't like that he's wearing a mask because his body's immune to the COVID. Exactly. And that frustrates me. Mm -hmm. It makes me angry, but we'll mm -hmm. talk about that later. Keep going. You guys, you might you guys will hear that on You Got Beef with Joey. So we'll we'll take that, we'll put that to the side. And dude, 
when we get to you got beef, uh -huh. I got something I want to bring up. Okay. And I know, okay, I know we talked about this earlier through text, but right. you like it, I don't like it. We'll so talk we'll talk about that. Uh, so guys, we got some sports updates regarding to the NBA and MLS that will be uh, performing at the uh, ESPN's Wild World of Sports. Oh, that's right. I didn't so, hear about that. So rad. here we go. The MLS players have approved and revived, re I'm sorry, revised collective bargaining agreement. The players agreed to substantial financial concessions, including salary cuts and a reduction in bonuses. Okay. What's your, what's your, what's your intake on that, man? I think it's fine. I mean, I believe that athletes should make good money, but for everybody that says they make too much money, here's the proof that they're at least doing their part. If they do make too much money, I agree that if you're only doing half the job, you should only get half the pay. I'm not saying I want them to get no money. Right. It's still a job. I want, I want my professional athletes paid. But if the season is cut in half, then I guess they make half the money. That's just, that's life. Right. The, ML, the MLS tournament will begin in, in early July. All 26, nice. all 26 teams will, will, will play a three-group stage games okay. with the top two teams in each group and advancing to the elimination rounds. What they should tell you is this This is one thing. I don't think baseball needs seven games anymore. Nope. I think this should be our way of saying baseball needs what football has, what, what hockey has, what soccer. One game. One game. You get That's one it. game. Now check, now check this out. Only the group play play games will count in the regular season standings. Okay. That's you know. So if so, let's say for example, uh, okay, if Orlando City is in this tournament, right? Uh huh. So you're telling me that these games will count to their to, to their regular season standings? Hmm. I don't know. I don't like it because let, let's say that in a regular season there's throw a round number out there. Let's say there's 30 games in a regular season. That, that's for MLS, right? Yeah. So let's say hypothetically if there is like 30 games, now they're only playing 8 or 10, which means normally if you win 10 out of 30, that's not good. No, but if you win 10 out of 10, you're undefeated. Uh huh. So I know it, it, it messes with the numbers, <laughs> yeah. and that's why it's throwing off the betting lines and things like that. So. No. Now, as for the NBA, there will be no spectators, but the NBA games will be televised. Oh, cool. So that's a huge that's plus. That's what it ought to be. ESPN Wild World Sports will host MLS players and staff with roughly 1,000 people housed only on Disney property. Uh -huh. So so the player, so wherever players are staying on Disney property, those are the only 1,000 players, the only 1,000 members can go to these games. Now, here's that. Here's something that really ticked me off, but we'll get to it uh, in the news. Uh, so the knockout stage will consist of 16 teams for the MLS. That's fair. Yeah, I'm sorry, not for MLS, for ND, for, uh, yeah, for MLS. Yeah, the MLS. Yeah. So 16, 8, 4, 2, winner. That makes perfect exactly. sense. Exactly. NBA will, NBA will also be playing their games at Wide World, Wide World of Sports, and these players will be staying on property, most likely at Coronado Springs. So those are the players will be Why staying at. Why would they at. put them at Coronado? Why wouldn't they put them somewhere I don't know, nice? man. Right. Uh, the, NBA, the NBA playoff season will be 22 teams returning to the regular, regular season, and as for the playoffs, we'll begin on July 31st through October 12th, the latest. So that's when the season, the, the playoff season will be over. All right, that's fair. I mean, it's, it's a good timeline. Uh, the rumor has it that they will only allow 1,600 guests to watch these NBA games, but it's going to be only for the NBA players' families. Oh, see, that's a shame, because if they sold tickets to that, my gosh, that's a premium yep. price point. Players, enter, now, this is where, now this is where it will piss me off. This, I got what mad about this, man. 
Players and their families will not be allowed to visit the Disney theme parks while they are on, while they are here on property. They're cool. not they're not allowed to go on. They're not allowed to see any of the theme parks at all. No, that's fair. They're, they're trying to contain How the COVID. How is that fair? They're containing the COVID, man. It is. It's all a joke. I know, it's but, all but what they want to go to the kids and say, "Hey guys, let's go see Mickey." Oh wait, sorry, if, but if under this contract, we can't go. If you have a husband and/or father that plays in the NBA, you probably have enough money that you can go see Mickey anytime after this is over. But that is completely bull, man. I no, mean, they, no, this isn't a vacation. Know, this is work. Uh, there's a difference. Work comes first. So, guys, due to the you know uh, the whole new reservation system, we have something right here for you guys. You guys want to hear? The guests who are staying on Disney property property during the reopening of the hotels and the theme parks, they may not they may not have any guarantee to have access to to the theme parks at all. Yeah. Uh, Capacity is only 50 percent. Right. With a new re with a new reservation system, you will need a valid Disney theme park ticket in order in order for the guests to enter the parks. All right. So let's say, for example, you have you have annual pass. Of course, you spent over 1,500 on this ticket. Oh. But uh, for me, I, we have fr I have friends, friends and family who work for Disney. So if I want to go to the park, they'll say, hey, Remy, you want to go to the park? Sure. Here, here's a compass. Go, go have some mm. fun. I'm like, OK, cool. All right. You know, but uh, so that's another way to have an, a valid Disney pass. All right. Uh, here's another thing. Disney. Disney released that uh, even if the guest does have a reservation and are staying on Disney property, that does not give them uh, guarantee them to park admission at all. I know. We all know. We all know that this is surprising news to our audience, but Goof Dog will keep you updated as much as we can. The reason why they're doing this is because they're trying to encourage people to get to the park when it opens so that they have a general consensus. That's why they're saying it doesn't guarantee you. If you show up when the park opens, you're gonna get in. Right. What it doesn't guarantee you is if you show up 30 minutes after the park opens and already at capacity. You need to be there an hour before the park opens if you want to get in. An hour or two hours? One hour. One hour is fine. Why, why, would, you give it, why would you give it one hour? Because I, I did that for a living, and one hour is more than enough. Dude, I will get there two hours early. The only, reason, no, the only place you have to get two hours would be Hollywood Studios because of Star Wars. Right, but here's, here's how I do it. Here's how I break it down. You ready? I know you and I will do this one. Y'all know that you and I will do this one of these days. Once I get a good income and I have my own annual pass, here's, here's how you and I will do it. I'll wake up at, I'll wake up at 6 a.m. I'll wake up at 5 a.m. I will meet you at one of the resorts. Mm -hmm. Let's say I'll park at Contemporary. Park at Contemporary. We go have some breakfast over there if we want. All right. if, we, if we want to. Yeah, they got killer then we'll go. The then we'll just go. We'll go straight to Magic Kingdom. Which is right there. Yeah. We'll knock out five rides, or we'll walk around, talk, take some pictures, whatever. Yeah. I'm not a ride guy. Knock I'm out. Knock out five rides. Then we'll go to. Then we'll go to Hollywood Studios. All right. Now here's the problem with that. This is where they get into. Disney already said that park hopping will basically not be an option. That's because right. The parks will be yep. closed to capacity, so pick your park and stay there. And that's, park hopping's why, a joke and that's anyway. why I brought it up. Uh -huh. Park hopping's a joke. But guys, the only way park hopping works is if you're eating at Epcot. But guys, check us out. So, a few days ago was the uh, the anniversary of Universal Studios. Oh, that's right. That's the 30th right. anniversary. Yep. Friday Friday was the anniversary of Universal Studios. There were some cool pictures I saw people posting pictures from like so, when they started. We have a list of. Vintage merchandise for you guys. I saw that stuff is cool. So while we celebrate Universal's 30th anniversary, Universal, Universal will be selling Universal old OG yeah, attractions. Yeah, the 1990s stuff with the old yes, neon right. sign. That's right. It was cool. So you can, so for instance, you can you can find a nostalgic Back to the Future glass, Jaws glass, ET glass, 
and a Kong training glass. So confrontation, yep. So yeah, guys, you can buy these glasses at the training company and over at Islands of Adventure mm -hmm. for only $40. But you can buy them separately for 10 bucks. Okay. <laughs> Nice. So that's a huge, that's a huge plus. That's rad. But if you want to buy the the entire package, it's forty bucks. Guys, we have some politic news, but I'm not no really, way. I'm not really, I'm not really a politic, uh, Longwood, a politic guy. That's yes. insane. Longwood, very Longwood, very own. Yes, guys, you heard this guy. Uh, you have may have heard this guy on a corporate time with Tom and Dan. Uh, yeah, yeah, you may have heard this guy on a corporate time with Tom and Dan. Uh, Longwood mayor. Longwood Mayor, former WWE. WWE superstar Matt Morgan, is running for Seminole County Commission. That's phenomenal. That's I know, phenomenal. right? Phenomenal. I love it. Matt Morgan has confirmed that he will be running for Seminole County Commission District 1 seat in the upcoming local election. Matt Morgan was elected to Longwood City Commission back in 2017. No kidding. Primary elections for, for county commissions will be held on August 18th. And the general election will be held on November 3rd. Okay. Now, guys, we know somebody who's also running in the election. Oh, Moira. Moira from, right. from Real Radio 104.1. Mm -hmm. uh, former, she was a real personnel, the co-host for uh, the Phillips Files. So if you guys want to listen to her, just dial, download that iHeartMedia app and you can just scroll down to That's the right. Phillips file and listen to those previous That's episodes. Politics. But, dude, Matt Morgan. That's How cool awesome. is that, that man? That's so awesome, dude. I love it. Not only uh, local celebrity, but local celebrity superstar <laughs> wrestler. That's awesome. In other news, Michael J. Michael J. Fox was never the same. Never the same after Back to the Future Three. Huh. Here's why: Michael J. Fox would beg to differ after staring death in the face, in the face, face of death during really? production of Part Three. A, tra a, tra a tra traumatic, traumatic moment. moment was fully impossible to shake off for Michael J. Fox. He was hanged while while filming Back to the Future Three. Biff Tannen, I remember that scene. Biff Tannen, or should Thomas I say Wilson, Thomas yeah. Wilson, a family or a family, family member of his own, a family member had to fill fill in the villain in the, film, the villain role. In part three, Mad Dog, in, in, in part three, Mad Dog, aka Buford Tannen, yeah, Biff's took, great, 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 great ancestor. Yep, took on the responsibility of pushing Marty McFly around. So yeah. it's, like, it's like how you push me around every once in a while, you know? I wish I push you around. <laughs> it takes you 45 minutes to read two paragraphs. I'm so sorry. It's all right. So at one point, he attempts to lynch him, hanging from a rope by I his remember neck. remember that, and then they shoot it out, right? Yep. Few actors have survived this brutal stunt uh, experience, and Fox nearly joined that crew, so he was the one who didn't survive. Uh, after several takes, Fox has said this, and I quote, I was a lucky man, even though the rehearsals went very smoothly. So, I mean, guys, we could have lost a, a true wow. legend. That's insane, A dude. true legend. Electrical, electrical water pageant will not be available when the Disney parks reopen. Because they're, they're not doing any of that stuff. They're not doing any of the parades. They're not doing any of the shows. They're not doing any of the... It's... I don't know. We'll talk about that in the beef. Right. When the parks when the parks are reopen, some things at the resorts may not be available. And here at Goof Duck, we have a list right in front of us. Arcades, campfires, character experiences, dog parks, electrical water pageant, marina rentals, pen trading, playgrounds, spas, salons, and even Bibbidi Bobby Boutique. None of it's open. Nope. Good lord. So, Joey, man, Saturday. Saturday. Did you see the news on Saturday? No. A tornado hit us. Oh yeah, I did. See, and there's so, a bunch of dudes from the news junkie that were doing like live feed yeah, from the bar. Did, did you see Sean's? I yeah, saw his that video. Was so funny. So, 
it was close to my parents' area, oh, and, and I was. But we got the but we got the backfire from us. It came to our area. Okay. But we didn't get, we didn't get the the swirl winds or anything. But we got a, an S load of rain. Right. Lots of wind. I had a panic attack. So my heart was thumping. I had yeah. you know I was I couldn't control myself. So I was like, Honey, what should I do? She's like, Well, go drink some alcohol. You love your we had some rum. Go drink some of that for a little bit. So I did that. That didn't work. I had four or five ice cream bars right in front of me. I'm like, I'll take that, 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 and that. And I just, I just, and I just dipped it in, in scotch. I'm like, you know, it tastes pretty good. That's <laughs> one way to get them down. So guys, yeah, that was my experience. I mean, did you get, did you get any of that bad weather on your side? I don't think. I mean, we were, the, the thing was, is for, for the most part, I was, like I said, I was out in Melbourne. So I was showing houses. So I didn't catch a lot of it, but I remember seeing the news and it was ripped right through the middle of Orlando. Right. So by the time I was on the road coming back, I got some pretty crazy rain for about a minute, but I, I didn't see anything real mad. It so, was uh, not, not bad, not bad at all. Right, so guys, uh, the tornado did hit on Saturday. Uh, as of today, people are now cleaning up. However, over 4,000 customers are still without power. Oh, dang. Yeah. Okay. Now, dude, I saw the, now I saw the, uh, the crowd counter. Do you have a chance to take a look at it no. for July? It's decreasing. Really? Yeah. How so? So, for the month of July, mm -hmm. they showed you in the in the red bar on what parks are going to be, you know, busy, 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 busy. Uh -huh. So the top one was, of course, Hollywood Studios. Yeah. You want to take a guess what the lowest one was? Magic Kingdom? Yep. Really? It was Magic okay. Kingdom. Okay. It was definitely Magic Kingdom, man. It makes sense, man. It's so hot down here in July, and even people that are missing the parks are like, well, I've waited this long for my vacation. I might as well wait until the weather's decent. So I think this is going to be the busiest, like, October, November, December we've ever seen. I can't, I can't wait to go back. I, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm ready to go back. Conor McGregor officially retires from the UFC. Yeah, he's... Uh, he's, he's like... He's, well, like, he's, a, he's, a, he's a bourbon guy now, right? Or a whiskey. Bur whiskey, bourbon, whatever, yeah, same yeah. thing, you know. But he decides, like, you know what? Enough is enough. I've been doing this for, for four years straight. I'm he done. He made his money. He's I'm done. I'm done. I mean, he made... His, his last match, he made... Just $107 million, dollars, I think. Yeah. It was absurd. Yes. So, I got good news for this one. Walt Disney World are now waiving change and cancellation fees through October 3rd. Okay, that's cool. As of now, Disney, has, as of now, Disney has paused bookings as they work to reopen their resorts and their theme parks. Okay. Uh, Universal's, Universal Studios reopened just in time for the 30th anniversary. Yep. But here's the main question. Is everybody in the park wearing masks? No. That's the main question. Nope, you don't have to. And I mean, you have to, but there's, there's a way to. around it. Well, the answer is this: while you're while you are on, that's uh, no, good. While you are on Universal property, you must wear a mask in the park. But Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'll tell you what happened because this is fun. Everybody thought they had a loophole or a workaround because the the rule is you don't have to wear a mask while you're eating or drinking. So what people were doing is they were basically getting a beer or getting a churro and they're walking around with their mask on and they said I'm eating right now and they said no you're not you're holding it and it's like but I'm going to eat it and they said then eat it so Universal said if you have to do that you take a bite of your churro you put your mask on while you're chewing and then whenever you need to bite again you That's, take it back off wow it's, it's not worth it man so, it's just I'm not going like I said I'm not going we'll, we'll talk not, about it during you're the not, beef you're not going you're not we'll going talk about yet, it during anytime the soon but here's what they said. You're allowed to take off your mask for certain rides, such as roller coasters and water rides. You're allowed to take off your mask off while you're on, the, on those attractions. So I thought you had to wear the mask on roller coasters, no. but not during water rides. Mm. Okay. Water coasters, water rides, eating, and you can also take them off, you can take them off at the U-Rest areas. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, a, source of, a source of mine uh, said, 
uh, he was at the uh, reopening of Universal, and he told me that they didn't they they didn't even wait in line for more than 20 minutes. Yeah, the he waited he waited approximately for five minutes, just like that. That's amazing. But here's the cool thing about it: the way the ride attendants were loading the vehicles for the mummy was unreal. It was every other scene. Yeah, I saw it that. It was so I cool. Did see that. I was like, you know what? That is very smart. I love that. I love that idea. I love that idea very much. It was perfect. Yep. It's it's what everybody so, wanted. People didn't want to be around crowds. So now you're not going to be around crowds. But that being said, you have to take precautions to not be around crowds. It's 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 a trade. World Disney at Disney Springs is now uh, is now offering virtual queue signups prior to opening. Guests have really? guests have realizing it's neither necessary nor beneficial to arrive much before 10 a.m. Wait. Uh huh. So the world of Disney at Disney Springs uh -huh. is now offering virtual queue signups uh -huh. for what? In case you know, in case that line gets completely packed, so they get like out to the door. Oh, you mean to shop at Disney Springs? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, that's very interesting. That's not a bad idea. So new merch are in, and you can buy the aliens tumbler. So they have a tumbler about the size of that mic. Okay. Well, a little bit bigger. Uh -huh. The straw. It's the claw. That's rad. That's rad. <laughs> so I might, I might get it. So and it will cost you fifteen dollars. Worth it. That's a cool collectible. And for your here's what, and here's Very what I'm cool. gonna say. So you know me. I mean, Tom and Dan, they they're sponsored by White Claw, right? Uh -huh. So if my wife, and I, if my wife and I buys, you know, White Claw, I'm saying, honey, get my tumbler, but also get me that claw. <laughs> That's awesome. That's rad, dude. Um, so you guys, you guys can't. Okay, so for this one though, we do have we do have graduating classes here and in, uh, in the Central Florida area. Okay. Now, you guys want to buy the Mickey Mouse graduation plus doll? Good luck. They're they're selling out really quick. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I can only imagine. Vera Bradley at Disney Springs are now selling face masks, and they're pretty affordable. They are pretty Vera affordable to buy. Vera Bradley is yes, selling sir. face masks. Yes, sir. You can that. buy you can buy their. You can buy the masks for how much? How much do you think they are? I don't even know because it's basically a charity thing anymore. What, eight bucks, ten bucks, You're twelve right. bucks? You're right, eight dollars. You got it on the spot. Okay, now how much for Sephora? The makeup company? Yeah. That's expensive makeup. Is it the same price? Ten dollars. I'm telling you, it's a gimmick. They're cheap to make. It's, it's a gimmick. It's a brilliant, brilliant gimmick. It's going to be the most purchased thing in 2020. So guys, uh, if any dude, if any of our audience members are out at Disney Springs today, you know, wandering around, having a good time, shopping, getting stuff to eat, we have good news for you guys. Amores is officially reopened. Oh, cool. The yes, ice cream or the gelato place? No, the uh, the cupcake place. Oh, where, okay. not, not, not sprinkles. It's the one where like, they have like uh, mousses, uh, parfaits. They have, you know, this really expensive, you know, cake there. It's like cost you 20 bucks to eat it. Okay. So it's really good, uh, and also City Works. Now that's the, the bar that you and I, you, me, and JD went to when we recorded there. I remember that, that. 40, 40 spread bar handles. I mean, all those different taps they have on uh, beer taps they have. So City City Works will be uh, City Works will be reopening on June tenth at Disney Springs. So uh, Wednesday, that's when Wednesday, that's when they'll be reopening. All right. So we, need, so we need to go back out there, man. Alright. Alright, dude. So I got some an awesome part on this one. Uh, we have your top ten most top ten most evacuated rides okay. on Disney property. Number ten, Spaceship Earth had a total of fifteen evac evacuation evacs in one year. Number nine, Toy Story Toy Story Mania. 
uh, had 16 evacs really? in two years. I've never been evac off Toy Story Mania. That's interesting. Number eight, Splash Mountain had yeah. 21 evacs. I did that. <laughs> number number seven, Peter Pan's Flight, one of my one of my favorite rides. I've never been evacuated. Had an evac of 31. Dude, it is so cool how to evac the ride. It's okay. so cool. Is Pirates on there? Pirates is gotta be on there. Hold on. Okay. Number. Let's see where I'm at here. Number six. six. Goofy's Barn. I was evacuated off Barnstorm, but it wasn't anything exciting. It was just right in the in the load area. Oh wow. <laughs> Goofy's Barnstorm had 32 evacs in uh, in one year. Number five, the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh had 33, Pooh 33 evacs. Number four, Collie Rapids. You know, it's funny. I don't. I've only ridden Collie River Rapids maybe once, four times in my life. Oh, okay. It's just it's not. We, uh, my family's that when I take them there, they usually don't want to go on that ride because you get soaked. They had a total of 44 evacs in, in a two-year period. Number three, my home, my home sweet home, Space Mountain had oh, wow. 64 evacs in a two-year period. Wow. So from 2020 to two, to 2018. Oh, bam! There it is. Pirates of the Caribbean, second place. That, I've been on. I've been evacuated off that ride 72 twice. 72 evacs. Two of those were I was on. Two of those. <laughs> and finally, guys, your number one is Frozen really? Ever After at Epcot. 113 evacs in a two-year period. That's absurd. I know. So we have new. So new guidelines uh, officially for. Uh, for the official reopening for Bush Gardens. Okay. You must wear a face mask. Ugh. You must get your temperature checked. Ugh. And they'll have they'll have hand sanitizers all over the park. And they're telling people, hey, go ahead, go ahead and uh, use cashless cashless payments. So, See, I carry you know, cash. Cash is king. I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to whack my credit card all the damn time. But whatever. We'll, so again, Joey, we'll talk let's, about uh, that. I'm gonna, I pulled this really cool article up from a website called blog disney i know that website so i do know blog disney th these guys they do a fantastic job and when you go to the parks disney finds a way to manipulate your mind of course <laughs> they made it they made a career out of it they do so guys i'm going to talk about there's a few things on here i do want to talk about uh i'm going to talk about the colors so the colors on how disney you know reflects you know that inner child mm -hmm. on how they just manipulate the crap out of your mind so Disney knows a lot about the color, the color spectrum. So okay. it's called the, it's called the color theory. Yeah. The role, the role color plays in influencing consumers' emotions and decisions. Most people experience the same emotion, emotion reactions to certain colors. So let's say my, my favorite color, red, right. is my one of my favorite favorite colors. Uh, oops, sorry guys, my computer just had a little little glitch at the. A little glitch here for a second. Give me one second. Keep going. Uh, keep sorry, going. I, I got it. Keep going. Keep going. And there it is. Okay. So the color red is because of the side of the, of the sidewalk. So when you, okay. when you walk into the Magic Kingdom, what do people what do people look at right away? But besides, but, but besides the, castle. the castle. Besides the castle. Oh, I don't know. Probably they're the all, Starbucks. They're center. always looking. They're always looking at the sidewalk. Okay. Is that memorized them? I don't know why. But it's so, you know, hey, we got, we love the sidewalks here. It's red, it's bright, it's bright colors. See, I always thought red was the color that made you crazy, and that was why they no. had red capes and bullfights. No, <laughs> well, that too. Mm -hmm. uh, red is known to elicit an ex and, uh, excited response. response when people see the color red. All right. Red associates with love, excitement, and passion. Okay, so it's I'm in love with my sidewalk, apparently. Pretty much. Right. It's also one, one of the most natural, naturally appealing colors to children. 
Yeah. Colors against the kids will see red. The fact that they like have that. an entire industry for this is mind blowing. It's insane. I know. Uh, red has another superpower. The color red makes people hungry. Oh, that's brilliant. So, that's true. Joey, are you hungry? Are you hungry? Huh? <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing that they even figured that out. You know why, right? When you walk into Casey's Corner, mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you see in Casey's Corner besides the hot dogs? The baseball uniforms. What are you looking up? What, what color is what color the ceiling? Ceiling's red. Ceiling's red. No kidding. The That's ceiling's, brilliant. The ceiling's red. Yes, sir. Uh, yellow, pink, and orange makes the guests at Disney very happy. Alright. So you can find these colors. Bright colors, that makes yes. sense. They're very bright colors. Uh, these, three col these three colors. I'm sorry guys, my mouse is... If you hit down, it'll actually... Not on here. <laughs> but let me see if I can do it like this. There, there we go. go. Uh, yellow, pink, and orange makes the guests at Disney very happy. These three colors are known to create a sense of excitement and optimism. Uh, so you can find these colors on the parade floats, costumes, and other, and other celebrations. I mean, it makes sense. It's brilliant. It, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, these, colors are, uh, these colors also make people think positive and have cheery thoughts. So let's say, for example, you're on Peter Pan. All right. The first color you see on Peter Pan when you're on that, when you see that marquee, uh -huh. when you're on your your uh, your little pirate ship. Yeah. The whole background, most colors are popping yellow, orange, and pink colors, just like that. So it makes you, hey, I'm about to go take a drink with Peter Pan. Dude, you could read a novel about the psychology behind Disney. I mean, I there's know. we got to save that for another episode because exactly. we could go off on a tangent about you just sure, the psychology sure of Disney. We sure can. So we'll do that another episode because we're gonna we're gonna end up going down a wormhole. We're already over our time. <laughs> yes, but uh, yellow and orange can make people feel energized. So that's that's, that's a fact. Uh, so let's take let's take Dole Whip for example. That's like yeah. one of my favorite things to eat. When I see Dole Whip, I'm like, you know what? I need to get it right away. I, I'm like, I have the urge to just get it. It, it. it makes me happy because I'm getting my favorite dessert. I feel energized. I feel pumped up. I'm ready to go. I'm gonna get some Dole Whip. Because now you can add alcohol. You, you can add you alcohol. Say, but then in you there. ride your sugar high and you're a wreck. So exactly. Exactly. Now, here's what. Now, here's what I said about this as well. Yellow and this yellow, pink, and orange will give you some type of urge to impulsively spend more money. I. I mean, I get that <laughs> if Disney's publishing this, then it's probably a real thing. But I'm just telling you, man, this is all. Like, again, we're going to go down a rabbit right. hole. If we, we're we're going to be over our time. We're already know, almost in an hour. So let's save this for another episode where we can right. just talk about the psychology of Disney. Because there's, well, my yeah, gosh, we'll, you've got like eight more paragraphs yeah, here. We'll put, that, we'll put that away, but guys, but the last thing I do have on here, Disney uses force pers perspective, and they use also the I, I, can I can tell you all about you know, the story yeah. of force perspective, why the castle right. is shorter at the top and wider at the bottom. Yeah. All right, guys, so now it's time for Joey to... <laughs> I, guys, this is a, an awesome segment. I'm going to call it. Guys, it's time for You Got Beef with Joey. Joey, check his way, man. All right, so um, I will say that I know you wanted to talk about the uh, the Fast and the Furious car. No. That's I'm sorry, the Batman, Batman car Batman. that we think is the Bat Fast and Furious car. I freaking hate it. I See, hate it, I hate it, I hate it. What I can appreciate is that as Batman changes, thus changes Batman's gigs. Thus changes his crafts, his, his arsenal. So when Batman has like a Batarang or Batman has... That stuff all gets more modern. So it makes sense that in the 1960s, the Batmobile looked almost space age. It makes sense that in the 80s, it almost looked like uh, the world's coolest Corvette. It makes sense that in the 90s, it had a wide stock, wide body. It made sense that in the early 2000s, it basically looked like a Hummer. It made sense, so they have to keep modernizing it. What I'm trying to figure out is why the new Batmobile looks like it belongs in the Fast and the Furious franchise. 
It's very, very sporty, high-end. It almost looks like a, a Dodge Charger, but with like a big block engine. So I'm curious, but that's not what my beef is about today. That's not it my looks, beef. To me, I'm mad about this, man. It looks like crap. It looks like another design. Now, now hear me out. Right. Hear, hear me out. It looks like another another Knight Rider vehicle. I get it, but I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna hold my beef with that car until I see it in the movie and we see what it does. For all we know, maybe Batman's really into drifting. Or maybe he's really you know or maybe he's a brother of Knight Rider. Who knows? You never know. No, my beef today is with people's lack of what's the word? I think we should all be held accountable for our own actions. Yes. If I don't want to wear a mask, I shouldn't have to wear a mask. If I want to go because here's the deal. If you're wearing a if you're wearing a mask during the COVID it's because you don't want to breathe in any I, people are like, no, you're trying to stop yourself from being, if you're sick, don't leave the house. Exactly. Like that's the easiest one. If you're sick, don't leave the house. If you think you're gonna get sick, don't leave the house. If you don't wanna be a part of society, don't leave the house. Some of us are extroverts. We need to be around yes. people. Do you realize that more people have died from suicide because of depression ever? Yes. During this pandemic? Yes. That's a problem. The economy is tanking. That's a problem. See, and why? Because you want to stay home out of fear. Right. I'm, I'm, I, have no, I have no fear. I live my life without fear. Exactly. I'm going to go out. I'm going to live my best damn life every damn day. And if I don't want to wear a mask, I'm not going to. And if I get sick because of it, I knew the, um, I knew the, uh, the, the risk and the reward. It was worth it to me. Right. Of me not, of me just living my best damn life. And if I catch the COVID and I have this horrible flu because of it. I'm willing to accept that, and right. I feel that we as a society should be allowed to take it upon ourselves, to police ourselves, that if you're willing to risk getting sick, then that's on you. Exactly, man. You I know? Mean, but the thing is, man, you know, you're, you're absolutely correct. If they want to stay home, if they're sick, just stay home. Don't bother. Yeah. But you and myself, we want to be around people, man. I want to be around you know, people. We have to be. And if, our... and if people say it's, just, it's, just, it's the same full circle, blah, 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 blah. Look, dude, it's on you. It's on you. And that, and that's the thing. I'm not mad at you. If you want to wear a mask, then that's your right. And I support it. If you want to, to stay home because you're afraid of getting sick, then you should be allowed to stay home because you're afraid of getting sick. I'm just, I'm not. So it's not fair that if I do want to live my life as if it's just another day in paradise, it's another day in paradise. I should yeah. be allowed to do that. So my beef is with, I feel that I feel that my rights are being infringed upon. My rights to life, liberty, and a pursuit of happiness. And I've said it before, my right to life is being infringed upon because I'm not living a life right now. Right. I'm living the life of a prisoner being confined to my home. My life of, my, my right to liberty, I'm, my civil liberties are being taken away from me because I can't just go out and enjoy my day without wearing a damn hazmat costume. Exactly. And the pursuit of happiness is a joke because I'm not pursuing anything and I'm sure as shit not happy. So that's that. That's where I'm at with that. My beef is with rules and laws being forced upon me that I didn't have a right to vote on in the first place. Exactly. I feel like we should have a vote. People should be able to vote. Do we wear masks or do we not? And if the vote is in favor of masks, then, then that is now the norm. Like, but if people, if there are more people that would rather not wear masks and not practice practice social distancing than should, then again, that right should be waived because we the people have voted against it. Right, man. So my beef is with social justice and I feel like it's being revoked and not appreciated. Yeah, and I wanna that's add, my beef. And I wanna add one I wanna add one thing to you got beef man. Uh -huh. I am so I am so sick uh, I am so sick of people testing and driving on their phones. 
that's the one thing I'm, I'm, I'm that, not about to, man. You that, know, but we, there's nothing we can do about that. People are just stupid. We can't. But guys, so that's uh, you might you're, you're you know what it comes down to is I feel that if we are going to make this a law, we should have to vote for it first. Right. Because I didn't vote on it, so it is what it is. And when push comes to shove. You got beef with Joey. If you got mass, you got beef. That's right. All right, guys. This has been this has been an amazing talk. This has been an amazing day today for us. Uh, we will, you know, this has this has been an amazing day for us here at Goof Duck. Special thank you to the Crooked yes. Can Brewery in Winter Garden, Florida, for allowing us to be here and hang out with them. Right. And but um, as you can see, the rain's about to start, yes. so we got to get the hell on out of here. That's right, guys. And guys, uh, stick around for tomorrow episode. Uh, we're coming up soon. We're yes. going to be interviewing uh, Eddie the Shaman's coming back on the show. Yes, so, right. Um, so, guys, we'll see. We'll see you guys real soon. Uh, and we'll, we'll you guys. You guys have been listening to the Goof Duck podcast right here on Spotify. I can't, man. Not to.